Welcome to Messy in the Middle, the podcast. We are two realtors from two different coasts working to improve and grow. We believe you deserve to have a thriving business and live a balanced life. Your journey from ideas to implementation starts now. Hey, Jeffy, how's it going? Great, Ed. How are you? Fantastic. And this is a 10-minute takedown, so we're going to be rapid fire today. Boom. And this is super, super relevant, and it relates to pricing listings in the fourth quarter and leading into next year. It's a new game out there, folks, and we need to be on top of it. Yep. Days Days of just, you know, putting a house on the market for X price and getting 200 grand more are in the rear view mirror. Absolutely. It's back to basics and, <laughs> yep. and really kind of evaluating, you know, how do you price correctly and what are you going to do? So sure. um, I th- we got a few ideas here. Jeff, I'm going to let you take off on one of the first ones and then I want to come okay. in and talk about appraisers. So why don't you okay. go? Sounds good. So, um, you know, Ed and I talk about, obviously, about our podcast before we do them. And it was interesting today because still in in the West Coast, we are still ahead of what's happening on the East Coast market. So I'm deeper in the trench than Ed is right now. And when we were talking about how we look at comps, because when you're listing a home, you want to see, well, within X amount of space, apples to apples, bedrooms, bathrooms, square footage, you know, everybody kind of has their own formula that they use. But we want to see what the consumer is spending on the home of like kind. Well, because our market is shifting so quickly, I have been looking at how many days on the market, how many price reductions, how, you know, what are we closing at? And I'm only looking 30 days back. And even the 30 days within that 30-day window, some of those properties went under contract, you know, 90 days before. So they had a 60-day escrow, then they closed in there in my 30-day window, if that makes sense. I have to be very, very careful and look at the actual close date. I want things that are as close to my list date as possible to see where we are. And then I also look at the pending. And then we talked a little bit about that. I don't want to run this whole podcast here, but calling mm-hmm. calling the agents and saying, hey, you know, can you give me a general idea of how close you came to that pending price so that we can make sure that we're in the arena. Um, it's just, there There are so many more steps right now to properly pricing a home. And if you are a seller that happens to be listening to our podcast, making sure that you're hiring an agent who knows how to price right now is very important. Because by the time you do your markdowns, your price adjustments, you will have missed an entire 30 days or 45 days of market activity in your house quite possibly could have gone down. So it's very, very, very important. Yeah. Yeah. I think to kind of go big picture on this a little bit, you really, so if you're looking at comps, you've really got to look to the most current comps. Yes. You know, if you're looking back or you're, or if you're a, if a seller's kind of pulling you toward what happened six months ago, that's just aspirational. You don't want to lean into that. You can look and say, okay, that we're going to weight that a little bit less, but you've got to weight heavily on what's sold recently. So that's really important. I think also for agents listening, 
reach out to an appraiser in your market and have this discussion. I love I that. It, you did that today, didn't you? I did. I did. Yeah. Um, you know, after our discussion, I called appraiser I've worked with for you know 15 years and just said, Hey, what are you seeing? What's your, you know, what's going on? We had a great conversation. They want this dialogue too. We talked about how they were, um, you know, up just a few months ago, they were getting time adjustments, market condition adjustments, mm-hmm. where they would look at an older sale and then lift it up as high as 10% wow. to help help these comps come in. That right. is not happening anymore. That's gone. Mm-hmm. So you really need to look uh, to the, to the most recent sales and don't weight everything equally weight heavily on the comps that are that are current but i think when you're talking to your clients and you can say well you know i've talked to an appraiser and this is what's going on it separates you from other agents and shows mm-hmm. hey you're a professional and you're you're seeking advice from the folks that are going to be appraising it yeah you know, af- after the sale yeah mm-hmm. so that's yeah. really really important the other thing that we talked about, this is a little more old school, is when you you know you come up with your price and then right before you go to market, I always take a look and see where we're bracketed because things are things are changing. And where explain do explain what s- that means? Okay, so let's say I've got a home and it's listed at seven hundred thousand dollars in my okay. market area. I'm going to want to look and see who, what homes, what actual homes when we go to out. Mm-hmm. are beneath me and above me on that list. Gotcha. So there might be one sitting at 690 and then it might go to like 670 and there might be one at 710. Gotcha. And what I'll do, I've done in the past, is if I think we need to make an adjustment down off of what we said, I'll go preview that home with my seller. That's a great idea. And say, look, we're going out. This is who we're competing against on opening weekend. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Get the the consumers looking at your home for seven twenty five and a home for six ninety, and the six ninety house is equal to or better than your listing or their their home. It's really good for them to get in there and look at that because that's not you telling them a price. That's you showing them what the their competition is, which is beautiful. And then they get to feel it, right? It's like, hey, let's go right. out and look. You know, now you're previewing. Put your buyer hat on. How yeah. do we how do we shape up? Yeah, love that. And I think it's just good service and it it just raises the bar a little bit. So I think, I think it's know a your really competition. Good know your, know competition. your competition. Know your competition. Yeah. Okay. Um, now I do want to mention one thing and then I'll turn it back over. It was interesting having, you know, in show prep. Here I said, well, let's look at the sales for the last 30 days in my micro market. And I went yeah. through. Yes. And I looked and I, you know, I analyzed each one and saw, you know, what were the price adjustments? How many had price adjustments? How yes. large? Yep. And it was fascinating to me. 29% of the sales that occurred in October, the last full month prior to this broadcast, had a price reduction. which means their agent missed. Or they missed the market. Yeah. I mean, we we can't always say it's the agent's mispricing. Right. But it's, well, it went went to market and it was overpriced. Right. The client may have pulled them there, but I found they rarely, like, clients rarely rarely blame themselves on that. Right. (laughs) So. (laughs) 
right? <laughs> Look, we got to get agents back, here, Ed. Get agents back. <laughs> Sometimes, right. you know, yeah, whatever. So okay. there was a miss. It's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So you really, it, having data like that is is powerful when you're going in and pitching for your listing. Go ahead, so, Jeffy. I look at price reductions in my micro market and I count how many homes that are active had have had price reductions. So for example, right now we have 84 homes listed in my little two zip codes that I that I really stare at and look at. And there have been eight price homes that have had price reductions. Some of those have had multiple price reductions. Some of them have only had one, but those are all still active. I find it interesting because you actually looked at what had closed, right? You looked at mm-hmm. the price reductions in the closed section. Right. Okay. Yeah, I wanted, yeah. I wanted to see that, um, but I like that you're looking at actives too. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to see where they actually really started and then what right. price got the offer and then where did it close. Yeah, And I then love the that. days th- on market for that to take. It was a, it was an interesting exercise and it's one I'm going to do each month mm-hmm. just to kind of go through and kind of score it and keep track of it. I got a lot out of it. For the price reductions for me, I started doing that as a talk track because a lot of my uh, clients get alerts from like Redfin, Zillow, you know, Realtor.com. Oh my God, Jeffy, the sky is falling. There's so many, everything is price reducing. And I'm like, well, not really. It's probably the same homes having price reductions. So I wanted to be able to give them a very specific number per week. So that's less about the listing dollars, like what you list a home for. And for me, it's more about being able to be on top of the market when I'm talking to my clients. Right. It's for client communication. No, I think it's it's a really good thing to be looking at and one that we... Kind of need to revisit because we weren't in that environment for a while. So now it's no. like, okay, track track the reduction, the price reductions. Look at your days on market. Um, you know, it's it, that's really key information. Agreed. So again, we're right at we're right at around ten minutes. I think the okay. big takeaways here are leaning I have, into current comps. Yep. Go ahead. Leaning Go into ahead. current comps. Go ahead. I have one thing to add at the very end. Leaning into current yep. comps. Yep. Leaning into current comps. Talk to an appraiser. Yep. That'll just help you more ways than you can imagine. And then what was the third you wanted to add? So the third thing I wanted to add is have a plan with your sellers for potential price reductions because to have that plan up front is so much better than going to them and going, hey man, we overshot the mark. We're not there because they're, you're you're setting them up for something so they're not disappointed. Because right. truly... I don't know if any of us can actually pick a number right now that is the perfect sales price because interest rates are what are flexing that number. And mm-hmm. we've had, did we have another price, uh, another rate increase today? We did uh, 75 okay. basis points. So, yeah. you know. So every time that happens, the price, the price shifts because the buyer, the consumer can't go to that number anymore. So that would be the third one is just really have that plan laid out when you take your listing so that everybody's on the same page of what the protocol will be. Right. Okay. I think that's, that's really, really good information there. So yeah, that's it for this 10 minute takedown. Thank you, Jeffy, for making me better. You're always thinking. Aw, thanks. You too, buddy. We hope you enjoyed the show, gained insight into having a thriving business and living a balanced life. We also welcome any ideas you would like us to discuss in future shows. Don't forget to like and share. We'll see you next week.